Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We've got an absolute stack coming your way today. We've got this little preview of our Parramatta Best 17 that we dropping this afternoon, 3pm on YouTube. We've also got the entire audio from our Instagram Q&A that will be available a little bit later today, so stay tuned for that. Some brilliant bits of content coming your way. We've also got the Dragons Best 17 that is live on YouTube now, so you can go watch that now. You can watch Parramatta's Best 17 at 3pm this afternoon, so a heap coming your way. There's a little clip from our Parramatta Best 17. Myself and Matty the Waterboy taking a deep dive into the Eels coming off that grand final loss in 2022, losing a couple of key guys, Isaiah Popoliti and Reed Marnie. Can they get themselves back up there? That is the big question. Can they go one better in 2023, which is probably the even bigger question. Really interesting side. A couple of injuries floating around the preseason as well, so plenty to touch on. 3pm this afternoon on YouTube. Quite possibly could be Porky Pie, so stay tuned for that. The halves, Dill Brown and Mitch Moses. Uh, I think Dill Brown definitely coming off a career year. Mitch yep. Moses up there with a the career year. I think it's his most complete year of footy. He just gets slightly better every year, Mitch Moses. Oh, yes. Fantastic. So, but yeah, you're right about Brown. He was fucking great last year. How do you think we'll be talking about Brown in twelve months? Do you think he like does he does he keep going to another level or does he sort of plateau a little bit for his career? What what are you sort of anticipating? I mean, I know this probably sounds negative, but like if he doesn't improve on last year, I'm still happy. Yep. Like exactly. he's, he yep. he improved just out of sight last year. Defensively, as we always talk about, he's incredible. Um, I mean, Hopefully he, he goes to new heights and of course he's going to improve. Um, I'm just saying like he doesn't have to do a lot to like really impress anyone this year because last year he was fantastic. So 
Um, and we probably, especially because he just signed that nine-year deal as well. Like, yes, pressure's off. I mean, not, sorry, the pressure was probably more on Parra than Brown, but um, at least he can just focus on that now. Um, he had a good World Cup. Now, I'm going to just jump ahead to the hooker quickly. We'll come back to the front row forwards. And this is probably my biggest question mark over Parramatta, Reid Marnie departs. Yep. Um, I'll be honest with you, I thought Reid was good last year. I didn't think he was tremendous. I thought he was good. But the thing that I think probably held Reid back a little bit is that the halves are so dominant, uh, Moses and Brown. And I think this is where Parramatta are really going to miss Reid. He's obviously great defensively. He's, he's, he's crafty and whatnot. But, mate, I think he's got the best dummy half pass in rugby league. You would mm. quite often find that when Reed would get into dummy half and he'd hit Moses or he'd go straight to Dill Brown, he beats a defender with his pass. Yeah. He straight away gets Dill Brown or Mitch Moses on the outside shoulder of their guy. And uh, it's a small thing, but it matters so much. I think I think you remember, Matty, when uh, Jacko Hastings was sitting here and he sort of said, like, there's plays where the dummy half, if they throw the ball at your shoulder or behind you, the whole thing's fucked. Yeah. It's not on. Uh, and he sort of said, I would rather a player throw it too far in front of me than too far behind me because it gets me on the front foot. And you watch the way that Reid Marnie passes. And when Paramount are at their best, it was when he was putting it out in front and the boys were just coming on to it. Mm. Uh, so I really think they're going to miss that. Not that Josh Hodgson can't pass from dummy half, but Reid's just a different class, isn't he? Yeah, he's stepping into into big shoes there like that just that obviously we, we've all seen Hodgson play the last five six seven eight whatever it is years here we know what he can do um but yeah like that one little element will be a test for him I think the other element to it as well and we'll see how it all plays out but Maddie, from my experience of watching Josh Hodgson there's been years where and I understand why he is so crafty with the ball around the ruck that yeah. sometimes you feel like he's playing in a hallway and the ball never leaves the ruck and he and you can tell back in the day Aiden sees your Blake Austin you just get a little bit frustrated with him granted that was four or five years ago now so he's yeah. an older footballer I'm sure that he would be arriving at the Parramatta Eels with a task to just get these two halves the ball when they need it get them clean ball when they want it um, but there is that lingering worry in my mind that with your junior Paulos your Regan Gillards, your Sean Lanes these forwards around the middle uh, that we could see a bit of Josh Hodgson ball. I hope not, but it is a concern for me. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it's possible. But as you said before, like, was he captain of the Raiders a few years ago? Like, that was up there with his team. And, and that was the other thing, respectfully to those halves. If it wasn't coming from Josh Hodgson, it probably wasn't happening at that point of time. Yeah. And also, as I said, that was four or five years ago. So, you know, Josh Hodgson then, 28, 27. Now he's a 33-year-old guy coming off an ACL. I think he's just older, wiser. I think he will fit into this side well. And I think if, if Moses and Brown, especially Moses, is saying, give me the ball, surely he's walking into that new team, surely. That, I yeah. hope so. Yeah. Yeah, I hope so. And I, I think it will happen, but it is, if I had to pick a concern with this side and with him as a signing, that's probably it. But we'll see how it plays out. As I said, 33-year-old, very experienced player in our game. I'm sure that Josh Hodgson will arrive there thinking I'm going to do whatever's best for the Parramatta Eels. So I'm very keen to see how that plays out. The front row forwards, uh, these two pick themselves, Junior Bolo and Regan Campbell-Gillard, two guys that just went to another level last year. And I think that these, I think Parramatta more so than any other team in this competition, Matty, you can tell exactly how they're going to play in the first three minutes by these two. Yep. If they're winning the ruck and they're going forward, good fucking luck. They're going sideways and they're popping off loads early and everything. You go, okay, we're a sniff here. Parramatta's not on. So, and I think when you go back to that Origin game one in Sydney, I think when Junior came on, he did the same sort of thing there. 
and you, it, it saw it sort of when Queensland got on the front foot. I think I think with a guy like Junior, he's got so much ability mixed in with his size that I think sometimes he can find it hard to find the sweet spot. Yeah, and I think it is the problem with you know guys that have got so much talent. Sometimes you want to do a little bit more than what you need to because you're capable of doing it. Whereas if you had a front rower his size that had no passing game, it would just be up and down all day. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think it was pretty... And, and it'd be effective. 100% mm. it'd be effective. And I think it was I think it was really noticeable towards the back end of last season when Parramatta started to find consistency and hit good form that RCG and Baller, they'd both worked that out. Yeah. We need to go north and south and that's when we get on the front foot. Then we can bring that into our game a little bit later. Edgeback rower Sean Lane coming off a career year. He was tremendous. Uh, he's a guy that I think we would all agree is probably a guy that could be a smoky for an origin spot this year. He's a different body shape to most guys in this competition. Might need an injury or two, but around origin time, there always is. So, I mean, if Sean Lane was picked in the Kangaroos squad, Matty, I don't know about you, but I wouldn't have batted an eyelid. Yeah, there, there was, I think there was talk around him and, um, and Hutto Young. Oh, I thought one of them would be there for sure. I didn't know which yeah. one. I was a bit surprised when neither of them got there. Yeah, me too. I was more shocked about... I, was, I probably thought Young probably just ahead, but yep. uh, I I certainly would have blinked if, if Lane was in that Aussie team. So Sean Lane, he'll pick himself on the left edge with Dill Brown out there, one of the best combinations in the league last year. Right edge is interesting. Yeah. Very, very interesting. There's four names that I've got here. Um, the first one I'm going to strike off the list is Jermaine Hopgood. I've spoken about him a lot. I think he's a 13. I don't think he'll play on the edge. I think he could play there if need be, but I think he's wasted there. I'd be playing him on the air, uh, at 13. We'll talk about him in a minute. The other one's Ryan Madison, mate. He's played a lot of edge throughout his career, but I think he's too important coming off the bench. He was so, so good off the bench last year. I I know we all refer to Scotty Sorensen as, you know, the ultimate bench guy because of his win percentage at the team he's at. Mate, I, I think that if, if Madison was at the Panthers, for example, and he was coming off the bench, if you swap their roles, it'd be a landslide to Ryan Madison. Oh, yeah. I mean, a lot of that comes from, from the Panthers winning yeah. percentage as well. But, yeah, what Madison came on and, and did last year, like the numbers he was putting up was insane. And, and we are well well past the days of the bench players being sh- like worse than the starting yeah. players. Like it, everyone plays, everyone plays their role. And if Madison's best role is off the bench, also he's not playing the first three games. Well, who knows, but fuck knows. Um, so he won't even be there anyway. So yeah. I, I think he won't just walk back if he's, yeah. Apparently I think he was trying to overturn that. Yeah. <laughs> I can't see a world where the NRL goes, oh, okay, fair enough. Now you can pay it. Nah, surely so. you can't make a decision then. Backflip. I mean, if that was during the regular season, you almost definitely couldn't. No. So I'm not sure why, but we'll see how it plays out. But Matto, I think that even after the I think he could potentially end up on that edge. But I would rather bring him off the bench. I think he's so important there. So, mate, it sort of leaves the door open for two guys. A third one, Bryce Cartwright. He got injured the other day as well, but I would have probably had him behind. Jack Murchie, coming from the New Zealand Warriors, who he's always been talented. He doesn't have a stack of upside. But I can see him developing into a good player. The other one I've heard people talking about is Matt Dory from the Canterbury Bulldogs, who he, he made his debut a couple of years ago, looked very, very impressive. Um, ever since then, I haven't been overly impressed by any footy I've seen from Matt Dory, whether it be first grade, New South Wales Cup, whatever it might be. So, solid footballer, but for me, I don't know if he'll be a starting edge player. I think he's going to have to show a lot of improvement. I'm leaning towards Murchie at the moment, mate. Where are you sitting? I have been a Murchie fan for a while. Even back yeah. when he was at Canberra. I know he didn't... I, oh, he might have played a bit at Canberra, but even like when he was coming through, like yeah. playing for Mounties and that, 
um, like in, in like the younger grades. I've always been a fan of Murch. He's got a bit about him. I remember watching him in an Origin game once, under twenties, and he was mm. player of the match. Yeah, he's yeah, he's, he's got a bit about him. I think I don't know if it was last year or the year before. Maybe it was the back end of the year before. There was, he strung like a couple of games together where he, he set up a few. Like he, we know he's got a bit about him. I, I think. I think it's a, it's a it's a good signing for Para, and I would love for him to be the starting back rower. Yeah, you're actually right, mate. I said before he doesn't have a heap of upside. He actually does have a bit of ball playing in him, doesn't he? Mm, and yeah. He, you know, he seems to do it every two years. He has a string of five or six games where you sit back and go, oh, okay. Yeah. This guy can play, but then someone comes back from injuries. Like, I feel like at the Warriors last year, like if, if Josh Curran didn't exist, oh, I think yeah. he would have got a heap more opportunity. So I think it could be a good little signing for Parramatta. And as I said, I think ideally... They want to keep Matto on the bench. Yeah. Uh, Jermaine Hopgood, he will line up in the 13, I believe. Uh, people are saying he'll get the 13 round one because Matto won't be there. I personally think he'll be in the 13 regardless to start games. Uh, I'm not sure what his minutes will look like or how the rotation will work. You might just see Ryan Madison become part of the sort of front row rotation. I wouldn't be surprised to see Hopgood play 50. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Potentially 60 minutes still. He's got a huge motor. He gets through a stack of work. Great little offload. He's very similar to Ryan Madison. So I think that them through the middle, they could become quite a dynamic little combo, Matty. I am very, very happy to just blindly follow you on this one because you've been talking about him for mm. quite some time. And yeah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna trust your judgment on this one. This is one I'm reasonably confident on. Yeah, I and I can tell. Yeah. I can tell. He, he's gonna be the goods. He's uh He's, I found out the other, I didn't realise he's actually a Queenslander. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm sort of, I'm considering making the, the call. The, the Cotter call. The, the, the Cotter call, but I'm not as confident on it. So yeah, right. we'll see how it goes. But uh, yeah, I, I think Hopkins going to be one of the signings of the year. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.